Welcome to the third episode of Snoof and Jancy Show. I'm Snoof. And I'm Jancy. Hope you guys enjoy this third episode. So how are you, Glenn? I'm doing very fine myself. How about you? Doing also fine indeed. <laughs> okay, so before we start, before we get into the topic of today, how about you delve into your background a bit, Glenn? Oh, I see. Hello, everyone. My name is Glenn. I'm a student from Indonesia, um, and I have a big interest in going to Japan through a scholarship. All right. Uh, can you explain to the listeners why are you excited to study in Japan? Oh, sure. Um, mainly the reason I want I wanted to go to Japan is because I've been I've always been a fan of its culture and its people. I guess I really like the way they work. I really like the way they handle their own culture. It's pretty similar. And could be better than our country, if I must say. Um, yeah, that's basically the main reason I wanted to go to Japan. I also like anime, so I guess that's the main factor for it. I guess. <laughs> Glenn, are you a weeboo? I, well, it depends if you're using um, the modern definition or the past definition, because nowadays, if you watch anime, you get called a weeb, right? Oh, I. All right. Uh, what about the old definition? Oh, the old definition is of a weebu is you know, a person who loves Japan way too much that they just decide to uh, abandon their own culture. I guess. Ah, so are you weebu yeah. in today's today's terminology, <laughs> or? <laughs> I guess you could refer. To me. As a weibo in modern terminology, I it's not like um I'm a super super uh, big fan of it that I just decide to ignore its you know faults and all. I still love my country, even if it has its own faults because I was born in it and was you know melded by it. But do you oh, have waifu? <laughs> waifu. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't have anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on, Jancy. All right, all right. So, what what's the first big question of today? So, uh, Glenn, why do you prefer yeah. studying abroad instead of just studying here in Indonesia? Ah, um, that's a question I get a lot. Um, actually. Um, mainly because I wanted to experience how Japan feels. Surely anyone, you know, would like to. Uh, but mm-hmm. the second reason is probably one of the more important reasons, um, economically and also, you know, uh, educationally. I want to get a certificate from a certificate and a diploma from, you know, another country because that is more valuable than a it is usually more valuable than a certificate from our own country and that uh, would so make it's me like, a more hmm? so it's seen as I guess regarded as being higher I guess regarded as yeah, being more higher value yeah yeah yeah. Right. yeah yeah something like that what's the certificate name Glenn Oh, so like what major are you getting? Oh, what major I am? Uh, well, I want to be majoring in, well, I guess I want to be majoring in, you know, international relations because I'm interested in diplomatic stuff. And also probably Japanese linguistics because um, I'd like to get to know more. I like to get to know more about the Japanese language itself. Um, I've actually been studying Japanese itself um, for like one year because I want to, you know, get into the scholarship itself. Um, are you planning to work at the embassy or at a corporation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, that's that's basically one of the main reasons why I wanted to get a diplomat from another country, especially Japan, because it's seen and regarded as you know super good if you have a diploma from another another country, because that means you had good education and you were super smart to be able to get to you know another country's university, yeah, something like that. Okay, uh, what do you think, Jamesy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess yeah, it's it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting because you don't see that a lot, at least in, in our friendship group. I guess most of our friends are totally okay with just you know going to college and getting their higher education here in their the, the country of birth. But yeah, I guess it's it's quite interesting that that. You you're willing to dream and also go through the effort of of you know <laughs> getting to another country to to get your higher education. Mm, yeah, you're inspiring to our <laughs> friends, people that are listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, Glenn. Yeah, can you explain a little bit more about the scholarship? Oh, the scholarship. Um, the scholarship I'll be taking, uh, uh, I hope that I'll be taking is the Monbu Kagakusho Scholarship, if you've ever heard of it. It's a Japanese, a, a paid scholarship, a 100% paid scholarship from Japan itself. Um, it basically is basically a five-year course, I guess. Um, yeah, you, you get everything sorted out for you in Japan if you go through that scholarship. Mm. Oh, so including the living expenses as well, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the living uh... expenses you have to take care of yourself, but they do give you like one thousand allowance, wait, one hundred thousand five hundred. Wait, yes, yeah, yeah, something like that. fifteen thousand, yeah, fifteen thousand. Yeah, that's a lot of money, but if you decide to live in Tokyo or Kyoto, those are the high-end cities, um, you, you know, eventually just, you know, run, of, run out of money because even living there in an apartment, in a broken down apartment could cost you a lot from what I've heard anyways. All right. Yeah. Also about the the one hundred and fifty k yen thing. Like maybe our listeners may not be fully aware of how much a yen is worth. So could you maybe like maybe how how tell us how much that is and maybe dollars or okay, or okay. worth around like one thousand wait two thousand two thousand dollars probably. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's around that range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, you should get at least part-time jobs in Japan, you know? <laughs> That's something I've been considering as well. Uh, because part-time jobs are really easy to get in Japan, but, you know. Mm, all right. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh. What about your family in Indonesia? Are you gonna send them money from your part-time yeah, jobs? Or? Of course, oh. of um, I'm planning on supporting my family as well in in Japan, uh, especially because I get such a you know high amount of money every month, like one one hundred fifty thousand yen. That's a lot of money, right? I could probably yeah. spare some expenses. Um, just to send them to you know Indonesia, and they'll be able to live off of that. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah, about the part-time jobs and the requirement of employment in Japan, how does that work? Do you have to be like a resident of Japan at least, or oh, or do you need to have lived there sure for a certain period of time? Huh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't need any of that kind of thing if you're just you know. Uh, if you're just working a 
super normal part-time job like working in stores and you know uh, probably a ramen shop <laughs> something like that hmm. Naruto. Any, any thing, yeah. Naruto ramen shop yeah uh, right that's interesting no uh what are you gonna cook for yourself there or are you just gonna buy meals from the convenience stores uh i'll just see how my area fares uh the area that i decide that i i would probably decide on living in uh because uh because you know maybe the convenience if you know what a convenience means it's a basically a 7-eleven in japan a convenience yeah, store yeah a convenience store yeah that's a word for it uh yeah maybe the uh what no it's fine it's fine right. uh speaking of the area so where exactly in japan are you planning to study here um i'd like to study in a nice condition i think kyoto or tokyo would probably provide that i hope well it depends on the university anyway it's not the area but i am hoping that i would get assigned to kyoto or tokyo oh so you get assigned so you don't choose yourself is that yeah, yeah yeah you don't choose yourself but you can you know um suggest that you want to get assigned to a certain prefecture Ah, interesting. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, but are you not worried uh, about the education system there? Uh, so, like, I think it's gonna be a lot more work. You you'll get a lot more like uh, homeworks, assignments, uh, rather than just studying here in Indonesia. Are you not worried about that? Nah, I'm not worried about that. In fact, I am, you know, super happy about it because that means I'm getting higher education and that means that I will probably become smarter than I will ever be when I'm in Indonesia. Well, not saying that Indonesia's education is lesser than Japan's, but just saying that if it happens that Japan is harder and more, you know, harsher than Indonesia's university, well, there it is. Oh yeah, but as our last guest Tommy said, like that may not actually be the case that Japan is a lot more strict, but it could just be the culture itself that more promotes the discipline. Because uh, after all, Japan is almost synonymous with discipline, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. It's like Jancy, uh, are you interested with this Japan scholarship? With a Japanese scholarship? <laughs> well, personally, yeah. no, because uh, I'm planning to study abroad someplace else. But of course, if if I was, because like Japan is still a pretty beautiful country. Like seeing from the pictures of the sakura trees and the old old Sengoku Jedi or whatever period it was, buildings, like it was, it's still quite beautiful and I would very much like to visit it, but I don't necessarily want to study there. So I probably won't, won't take it personally, but mm -hmm. it's still interesting. I see, I see, I see. All right. Mm -hmm. Maybe I will consider getting a scholarship in Japan someday. Uh, <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. Uh, uh, about learning Japanese, uh, do you take courses in Indonesia or do you just uh, learn from the internet? I actually self-study, yeah. I learn from the internet, that's true. Um, I use a lot of online resources that is available on the internet, um, like magisensei.com. Magisensei mm. uses a lot of Japanese grammar. And for vocabulary, I learned from uh, immersion, I guess. Immersion learning is like, yeah, yeah. It's like when you watch YouTube videos, it's basically you basically you dive into their culture. Ah. Like that. 
Oh, yeah. And before this, you've also told me about how you actually sometimes speak to Jap Japanese natives. Is, is, is that, is yeah, that also speak. how you immerse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've talked to a few Japanese people in voice chat. Um, there's a Japanese language exchange server in Discord. Uh, shout out to them for, you know, giving me the chance to speak to Japanese people. Um, and that's where I practice my Japanese speaking skills. And um, I just found out that I'm still super, super bad at speaking the Japanese. From our previous guest, Tommy, he said that uh, the Japanese language is uh, quite different than, than any other language because the, the, the writing language is much harder than the speaking language. Is that true, Glenn? I guess you could say that's true, yes. But it depends on which country you were born in. If, like, for example, you were born in Indonesia, you would absolutely have a hard time with Japanese. But you wouldn't actually have a hard time with its pronunciation and such because uh, Indonesian and Japanese is actually very similar when it comes to Indonesian and pronunciating things, I guess. But Indonesians would have a super hard time when it comes to writing, um, learning the grammar, because it's super, 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 super like different from Indonesian. But if you were born in China, probably, yes, China. China. You have a, yeah, China, China. So, yeah, if you yes. were born in China, um, you'll probably have an easier, easier time when it comes to writing because um, there's kanji and also hanzi, right? Is that how it's yeah. spelled? Hanzi, hanzi or hanzi, I forgot. Um, they're basically the same thing. Yeah, and they're both used in both languages. Um, that's why the Chinese usually have a easier time when it comes to writing because they write kanji and hanzi um, basically every day, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, but they have a, um, like, have a hard time when it comes to pronunciation because their language is not similar at all when it comes to pronunciating things, right? And Indonesian, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess one of the, like, most one is that in Japanese, the letter L doesn't exist, does it? Yes, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. oh, I never knew. Yeah, they, they replaced the L with R, like rarirudero. There's no L in Japanese alphabets. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, what other factors that motivate you to study in Japan? Um, Is it because of the animes? <laughs> the animes. <laughs> well, yes, I guess I got motivated by animes through like I think it's because of anime that I grew fond of Japan itself I eventually knew of its culture of how hardworking the people are and basically how beautiful the country and its sites is mm -hmm. hey you also said that anime was a big part of your childhood wasn't it yeah yeah it's a big part of my childhood. It shaped me to be the person that I am today. A weep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what, what's your favorite anime? Favorite anime? I don't actually have a favorite, um, per se, because I watch too much anime, and I eventually do too many favorites over time. But I guess I can, you know, I guess I can recommend one of my favorite animes in here, I guess. The Jojo? Yeah, Jojo. No, it's not Jojo. It's the world God only knows. T-W-G-O-K. It's a... I guess a harem anime. It's kind of not a harem anime, but let's not get too into it. Anyways, just watch. 
All right. Like, do you have friends that are interested to study in Japan? Do you have friends with the same goal as you? Mm, I don't think so. They're just, you know, too scared to take this step because getting into the scholarship itself is hard, you know. You need um, either GGLPT entry certificate or you need to have a score of 84 in the national test. That's why they just back off from the, you know, wanting to learn in Japan through that scholarship. Okay. Um, but, but it's still possible, right? For uh, the students that are willing to put in the work ethic. Yes, of course. I believe in hard work. Um, if you say, if you progress hard enough in the Japanese language, you'll be able to enter the uh, scholarship itself. And, or you, if you, you know, progress hard enough with your grades, you could, you know, enter the scholarship itself the same way a Japanese learner would, I guess. Okay. Well, yeah, speaking about hard work, uh, ties in really nicely to our next next topic here, and that is how do you motivate yourself, Glenn, to do all of this, to do all of this studying while also having being the being a part of the students' council, and yeah, and having to ca take care of your grades and everything while still studying Jap Japanese. Well, I guess I'm not the best when it comes to managing things. Sometimes I just, you know, it just overlaps my Japanese study with my, um, you know, other school studies that I need to, you know, learn, such, take. Um, but what motivates me the best is that the fact that I can support my family through Japan, in Japan, and also, um, and also I'd like to see how it is in Japan. I like to see winter in Japan because in Indonesia, we don't have winter at all. We only have hot summers and, you know, rainy, rainy days. Um, basically, I'd like to expect, I'd like to, you know, um, what is it? I'd like to um, experience a lot of new things in Japan. Yeah, that's the main motivation. Um, ah. yeah. Okay, so, so you're also interested in immersing yourself in a different culture yeah and like environment mm -hmm. okay all right all right all right um uh, do you struggle a lot uh at school uh by struggling i mean like uh your friends your friends there uh do they mock you when you tell them that you're going to get a scholarship in japan did they mock you or no? They're actually okay. pretty supportive of my decision because um, it's pretty rare for someone to want to, you know, get a scholarship over overseas, you know? That's why they just, mm -hmm. you know, do your, said, do your best, Glenn, such and such. It's pretty endearing, actually. Mm. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's quite nice of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what would happen if you're if you were in an in a bad environment, Glenn, where nobody supports you? Uh, are you still willing to get that scholarship? Well, of course, I wouldn't let anyone else, you know, affect my, you know, desires, especially if it's about Japan, you know. Hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, where, where was the first time you were interested in Japan? Like, is it was because from anime, uh, Japanese songs? Yeah, I guess they had a lot of influence on me when it comes to, you know, uh, finding out more about this culture and the country itself. I, I still can see how Japan has its faults, especially when it comes to work ethic. I know that their work ethic is super, super like respectable, I guess. 
that sometimes it just becomes inhumane when it comes to you know super long work hours and such. I know that it's one of their most respected quality, but I think that it's just unhealthy for the workers and such. Uh, basically, that's one of it, I guess. Mm. So, Jancy, what do you think? What do you think about what? <laughs> so. Like, yeah, if you're if you're inside a bad environment, uh, are you still willing to like studying abroad where nobody else supports you? You still have that well, internal strength. Uh, yeah, well, I guess that's the thing, because uh, it will most definitely affect your morale and motivation if, you know, people are just constantly saying that, yeah, belittling you and saying that you, you can't do it. But I guess if, I guess if the dream is, I guess it's valid enough, it's, is actually achievable enough like there's no reason to listen to them because after all like what the hell do they know <laughs> yeah okay um glenn but if i were you if i if i were you i would definitely choose to study here in indonesia because i don't want anything bad happen to my family right because if you studying abroad like for example in japan uh you won't be able to, you know, look after your family. Mm -hmm. That's a valid reason, yeah. Hmm. Do you have any rebuttals, Glenn? Do you <laughs> have any? Um, <laughs> but I guess you can still support your family financially, though, yeah? I mean, if they have money, usually they can just, you know, like, for example, like, not saying that this will happen to your parents or anything, if they probably had a motorbike accident or something like that, yeah? Um, yeah. You can still support them financially. Like, you know, if you can support them financially, they should be doing just fine at the hospital and such. But I guess you still would be would want to be there because it's your mother, you know? It's your mother, it's your dad getting in a motorbike accident. That sounds traumatizing, I know. But if you think about it long-term, you still get more benefits when it comes to studying abroad, especially if you have added benefits like uh, extra money every month and such. Yeah, yeah. I guess also the thing is like the reason you want to to study abroad in the first place is so you can support your family better in the long run, isn't it? So yeah, you can get true. a better job and everything yeah. like that. True. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Like, uh, Glenn, uh, what's your what's your goal here? Like, what 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 job? What is your dream job here? Like, are you gonna are you gonna be a manager? Are you gonna start a business, or are you just gonna work at the embassy? Uh, that's a that's something that's something that I'm still thinking about. But I like I said before, I'm interested in the Japanese language. I'm also interested in diplomatics but i'm not sure if i want to become a diplomat itself because like i said i'm still pretty bad at talking especially it's apparent in this podcast as you can see <laughs> but <laughs> i'm hoping that yeah i'm hoping that i'd get a good job uh, whatever whatever it is i just hope that i can handle it well i guess but for now, I don't have any specific aim, I guess. All right. All right. So in the last episode, we actually talked about this whole concept, this whole, I guess, as we meant, as I called it on the last episode, the formula, which is that, you know, you get good grades, you go to a good college, you get to a, you get a good job and then buy an expensive watch and you retire. Hmm. But like, do you, do you still believe that it, it is a, do you still believe in that formula, I guess? <laughs> do you believe? 
there are still chances, chances, I guess, that you won't actually achieve like success in the long run if you work a an employment employee job, I guess, in a corporation. But it all depends on how you plan it out. Hmm. All right. But what makes you choose uh, the job over something? You know, something more. Maybe something more of a freelance thing, or maybe uh, starting a business. Uh, I believe in security and you know freelancing because at least in security, uh, when it comes to you know a job that has security, you basically live a pretty stable life if nothing else happens to either the corporation or the branch of it. I guess hmm. yeah, that's some something like that, something like that. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, that's also what we mentioned back then. But I guess yeah, yeah. I guess it all depends on the the person who is providing you the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something bad could happen any day, and you might lose your job. And yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah. All right. But do you have any? Other plans, Glenn? Like maybe, maybe after when once you're forty or thirty, you wanna, uh, you know, you wanna start your own little venture or something like that. Sure, I like to do so, but of course, we all have to look at how our condition has changed. You know, maybe in the near future I'll be broke. Maybe in the near future also that I'll be, you know, rich. It just depends on the condition. All right, all right. Mm. But so you prefer playing it safe than uh, taking risk, taking risk in your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, Glenn? Why? Why? Mm. Why, Glenn? Well, Why do you want to play it safe? Well, because I want security more than I am like. Like I said before, I want security more than I, you know, like freelancing jobs. That's why I don't like, you know, freelancing jobs because they're, they're really, they're really hard to do. You know, it all depends on the client things and how popular your reputation is. That sort of thing. And so you believe getting a job is more, more achievable, I guess. Getting, like, being successful at a job is more achievable than. Being a successful freelancer is that it? If you have the right qualifications and a good plan, yes, yes, you can. Mm. So you, so you really think that degree is super important? Yes, uh, for uh, for today's um, society, yes, it is, because, like, maybe. Um, Bill Gates would be a good example, actually. In the past, a degree isn't isn't really worth it, I guess, because in the past uh, you could do a lot more than you can do now innovatively. That's why Bill Gates. Um, well, it's not a easy way for Bill Gates as well. It's it, it's still a hard time, especially considering how he got kicked by Harvard. Yeah, Harvard. Mm hmm. Then he dropped out. Yeah. Oh yeah, he dropped out. Oh yeah, yeah, he dropped out. Yeah, yeah. But hmm. for today's society, it's basically almost, almost impossible for one to, you know, get a job, or even get a, you know, good freelancer reputation, if you don't have a degree, because it's hard to judge a person, right? If they, like, don't even match your looks match, match the looks i guess of a professional when it comes to jobs yeah mm, yeah but what does that have to have to do what does matching the looks of a professional have to do with having a piece of paper <laughs> because people nowadays only look at the you know the first page they never look at the second page or the third page or the fifth page they only look at the first page nowadays, and if they're interested, they'll eventually delve into the second page, the third page, and so yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Basically, they judge you. Yeah. <laughs> the first look. 
Oh, so, yeah. So they judge you by the cover before they actually read you. True, true. Something like that. Yeah. But what about your, your accomplishments, Ben? Don't you think that people will judge you even more based on your accomplishment more than based on a diploma? Well, yes. But a diploma is also a, an accomplishment, you know? It's not something mm. nice to be taken care of. If you have a diploma, you'll probably get hired when it comes to, you know, having a job. Uh, in a corporation, a person would actually, a person with a diploma would be preferred over than a person without a diploma. Uh, that's basically how it goes. Like, yeah. well, uh, education, education. You, you say that you want to get a better education. Uh, so you are planning to go studying in Japan, but uh, like education, what what kind of education? Like, is it only about Japanese language? Is it only about mathematics? Is it only about science, social? It, what what kind of education? It depends. it depends on the major that I pick. Like I said, I'm interested in either Japanese linguistics or international relations. And only those two. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Because, yeah, it, it'll, it matches what you want to do in your actual job, right? True. Your job, like professional, right? Okay. Yeah, true. All right, all right. But, uh... Uh, the thing that the reality that's happening in our society right now but, well, i think so many young people uh choose to work uh based on their passion like uh i want to do the things that i love like uh what happens if your passion does not make you any money like for example uh, i my mother ha has a friend and she was a diploma from a great university uh the major that she picked was it but she ended up she ended up getting a job as a car sales car sales car sales girl um, yeah so yeah sometimes life doesn't doesn't really go according to your plan what do you think glenn well yeah that that thing true as well that could happen to a lot of people as well but I believe in proper planning and also, you know, um, having good luck in life is vital to success. But for that kind of case, that's just how life goes. I don't know her circumstances at all. Um, but I can definitely say that if you have good plans, good luck, you'll probably succeed in employee jobs. Cool. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Gen Z, Gen Z, like, yeah. uh, do you think that, like, the, the employment thing, do you yeah. think that Glenn, Glenn really likes to, yeah, Glenn wants to have a secure job, like, does that mean he's gonna work his entire life for money? <laughs> hmm? What do you think, well, Gen Z? Well, I guess it depends. It's kind of weird talking about you in third person, consider <laughs> since you're right here. But like, well, yeah. I guess it depends on what Glenn does. Like he said himself that at age like what, like forty or thirty, as I asked earlier, he want he maybe wanted to start a business. And a while back, before this, the idea of this concept even, and the idea of this podcast even came to our minds, I also asked him about. The stock market and he also said that he maybe wanted to try the stock market out later down the line but yeah i guess maybe it's just the beginning of his plan is to get a job and maybe he'll branch out from there to yeah. you know get a better life yeah. ah yeah well yeah uh like in, in our society like i just Looking at my friends, I don't. I I I I just think that uh, people nowadays are just you know too lazy to like have a have a big goal. Like 
Like for example, Glenn is a great example. Like he wants to get a scholarship in Japan, but not so many people want to do it anymore because, well, people are, you know, they get they got distracted by you know video games, movies, uh, watching TV. That that that's probably one of the main thing. One of the main reason that why so many people fail because they don't have the, you know, the the the, the right preparation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn, like, what do you think uh, about those people that are lazy? They are lazy and don't want to, you know, put in the work to make their life better. At least have a goal in their life. Well, I guess it's their own decision, you know. I can't really judge anyone, you know. Um, I haven't really known them. Maybe they have, you know, life circumstances that they can, you know, just tackle in, tackle out easily. So, I guess I'm neutral about them until I get to know them, at least. Hmm. I guess uh, at least try to understand them first before <laughs> yeah, judging them. Is that it? Yeah, true. Okay. okay. Um, but um, the the distraction level is real though, because uh, like. Imagine you guys were playing video games. Like, you guys could play a video game for hours. Like, uh, it will distract you from your from your actual goal, you know? It will make you lazy and all that stuff. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most of the people fail because of that. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, all right. So, here's the thing about me. I have told you about this in the past, uh, Snow. And it's about the fact that I get really easily addicted to video games. If I start to enjoy a video game, I can't stop myself from playing. But and yeah, it's quite distracting. But I guess I guess maybe it's a matter of the environment and the willpower. Because like after all, you could always just ask for help. Maybe your parents could help you out with. You know, I don't know with your, with your problems. Yeah, I think video games, video games are you know sometimes this is a really big distraction. Oh yeah, I remember Glenn back then. I I knew Glenn that he he was a really uh, you know <laughs> it was a he was a real gamer back then. <laughs> I met him on team. Uh, yeah, he was playing. Uh, from what I can, oh, what's that game? Team Fortress, Team Fortress Two. Like Glenn, how many hours you've spent in Team Fortress Two? Uh, around two thousand, probably. I forgot. <laughs> See, that's that's insane. Like, that's almost the same hours I've spent in Dota Two. Uh, well, Glenn, well, but <laughs> Glenn, yeah, can be, can be. like I said earlier, it's one of the main main reason why most people fail nowadays. But you, you succeeded, Glenn. You succeeded to, you know, overcome that gaming addiction. Like, uh, what did you do? Like, what motivates you to do that? I know it's hard, though. Well, when it comes to gaming addiction, I got slapped by my dad first time. Because I was <laughs> super hissy. Yeah, my dad. My dad slapped me, like, because I was super, super angry that I got distracted from playing the game. Um, that's basically how I just, you know, awoke from my gaming addiction. Because uh, my dad kept yelling at me and, you know, it, it was very rare of him to just, you know, slap me <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically how I, you know, overcome that addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but video games like video games aren't all bad. Obviously, like yeah. I've met a bunch of people through video games. You too, right? Right, yeah. Snow. Mm-hmm. You also met a bunch of people. Same with Glenn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also a good way to de-stress from a stressful day. So sure. yeah, like I guess video games isn't all bad. It's just just like most other substance like porn or whatever it is or drugs or smoking or alcohol even it's just a matter of how you 
how you use it that sure, yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. yeah point mm -hmm. uh well yeah gaming 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 well most people most people are not able to do that they still got stuck in the gaming addiction you know it's kind of bad what do you guys think what do you guys think about the solution though well it's their own fault to be honest for you know still wanting to play games i'm being honest myself mm -hmm. here um i experienced i experienced that myself that's that's why i could just say this straight and loud mm. all right, all right. Yeah, I guess it's all about the self-awareness, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Whether you, yeah, whether you choose or not to, you know, take your life in your own hands, or just continue living yep. in your comfort zone, and yeah, comfort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, like, also social media, though. Social media. Uh, I think it's quite it's quite distracting you know uh youtube 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 instagram all that stuff uh i find it hard sometimes to focus on my work because of those those two platforms um you guys feel the same that's why you should look uh, media usage because yes it can often get very distracting but you shouldn't blame the social media itself you should blame yourself yeah my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah <laughs> that's sort of like it's not like you uh a while back you said that you you kept asking me about why i wasn't active on instagram and that was sort of mm -hmm. it like i already i'm already once again addicted to youtube in fact i have resorted to literally throwing my phone into the carpet Every time mm -hmm. I start getting into the trance of just watching YouTube videos over and over again, never stopping. Mm. And yeah, I just, I guess I was just afraid that the same thing would happen to me with Instagram, which is why I did not dare to use it that much. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Though. I agree with Glenn. Uh, you shouldn't, we shouldn't blame the platform. We should blame ourselves for doing that. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> How we use it and not the substance okay. itself. And Glenn, uh, you use YouTube and the internet to learn Japanese, right? Yeah. Hmm. I wish it. You know, I think most people, most people spend their time playing video games, looking at funny videos instead of you know learning from the internet learning from youtube try to you know uh, learn a new skill like len hmm. he, he's learning japanese from youtube he's learning japanese from the internet i think not so many people do that nowadays they would rather look at funny pics watch uh, prank videos on youtube well, what do you think len what can you say to the people that are you know got easily distracted by those things well if it's somehow hindering their learning process it's their own fault like i said before they should probably learn self-control themselves i know that it's hard nowadays for teenagers or adults even to control their own self-desires but honestly being able to learn self-control is super useful in your life you should probably yeah. you know practice it if you're having troubles with addiction and such but yeah like that um well it's up to them actually i'm not the one who's controlling their life or anything but if it's hindering their own progress that they probably should stop that's my mm. own opinion i guess yeah Hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you all. You also just mentioned about how it's it has become a lot harder to to do self control now, and 
it's an interesting point because like the biggest like the teachers and what teachers and parents keep warning us about is our phones that's the biggest thing but the ironic thing is especially now during the quarantine and everything we literally rely on our phones to hmm. do everything to like access act to talk to these teachers and everything like that yes. and it becomes even harder and harder <laughs> to avoid hmm. using social media yeah. and yeah <laughs> well like it's a different case though when parents warn us of using our phones too much is because we use this we use the phones to game or even to you know um, commence chatting with other people like probably our friend language and you know chat with a lot of people game with a lot of yourself i guess if you're a loner but, <laughs> yeah uh, but those are two different cases like for now yes the phone is super super required um and communication with your friends and your teachers is also very important now but when mm. parents warn us of the dangers of phones it's usually because we just spend too much time lazing around instead of doing you know anything productive basically yeah yeah but yeah that, but that's also like what i meant because like because of the fact that we have to open our phones even more often now it's a lot easier to drift our fingers towards the instagram button or yeah. towards the mobile legends <laughs> icon <laughs> and whatnot and it becomes yeah, yeah. easier to get distracted i guess yeah uh-huh mm. Well, I guess that's kind of true, yeah. But, you know, like I said before, self-control is important. Self-control. Hmm. All right. Well, you know, uh, we can use those platforms, those those things to make like a great influence for how many people. Like maybe one day, Glenn, for example, Glenn, what what if one day you have became successful? What will you do? You do with your life after that? Are you gonna donate your money? Do other good things or what? Well, I probably use it myself for myself and for my own family, and probably for my friends as well. Like. Mm -hmm. I guess I can see how good it would be for people to, you know, donate to charities and such. But oftentimes you just want to spend more time with your loved ones, I guess. Uh, so I think, are you not? Um, yeah, sorry. Sorry. No, fine, it's fine. But like um, when I get enough money, yeah, I'll probably donate to some charities and leave some for myself. All right, all right. So, are you not like interested in large-scale philanthropy until, well, you, well, at least until you get there, reach that point in life? <laughs> yeah, true. If I can't even support myself, how can I even support other people? Yeah, yes, that's the thing. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, yeah, but I think. It is this is my opinion though. Uh reaching that point, like uh like this 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 times where people or not people uh yeah, just teenagers, teenagers basically us the teenagers, uh we were you know striving, striving to get you know get good grades or uh, get money to become what what so called success. I think it's not it's not the end though. I mean it's just it's just like a what one chapter in your life like what what's happened after success like you, you need to think about it like uh it's well it's kind of it's a bit selfish though it's a bit selfish if you like just use all of your success for yourself you, you're just using all of your money uh to to you know to make your family happy and to make yourself happy like there's gonna be something something we can do to make the world better you know 
I know. There's going to be chapter two. You guys get it? Don't you guys agree? Chapter two. People nowadays are even selfish when it comes to the simplest things, you know. So what's wrong with, you know, having your own hard-earned money used for your own self? What's wrong with mm. being selfish nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about that, though. Like, the funny thing is, like, there's, like, there's this saying, like, the rich are greedy. Like, like they don't... Ah, shit. Wait, hold up. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, like, basically, there's a saying, like, the rich are greedy and, yeah, money is evil and all that. But the thing is, like, after all, like, we look at the people who are actually, you know, who are actually donating their large sums of money and actually, uh, what's the word for it? uh facilitating yeah. facilitating uh, the you know the betterment of the world i guess and for the most part it's people uh super rich people and the reason why is because money is just so important now. yeah 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 hmm. yeah sorry about that i lost my train of thought it's fine, it's fine. but do you guys agree about the chapter two now like the chapter one should be you, uh, uh, like you're at that point where you get everything you want. You get you get your own success. But I think like that life is, you know, you're gonna live for like sixty to seventy years. So yeah, life is kind of long. So there's there's gonna be a chapter two, you know, chapter two after your success. Yeah. Then, but what like would a chapter, a chapter two for? everybody else is different you know maybe their chapter two is you know them suffering from poverty it could be possible like tesla like tesla mm -hmm. oh nikola tesla yeah yes nikola tesla he and mozart in poverty <laughs> in the end of his days yeah like mozart as well but it, mm. but it differs from person to person and what's wrong with being selfish anyways you don't like you have your own hard-earned money, why would you, you know, share all of it to other people? I'm pretty sure yeah. that would just invalidate your own existence at that point. <laughs> well, not all money, not all your money, but are you not interested with helping a lot of people? Or I'm just yes. influence, influence, good influence? Yes, I'm interested. But I don't want to sacrifice my own security for the betterment of other people. I I'd much rather just you know protecting my own loved ones, even if that seems to be greedy. But would you rather kill someone you know and you love just to save a person that you don't even know? What do you think, Jason? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess at the end of the day, like, if it's kind of like the, the you know, the oxygen mass on the planes and how we should always put them on ourselves first before we put them on, you know, people that, are, that need our help, because if, if we, we're not like to help them, then <laughs> we're both dead. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I get yeah, so I guess we need to sort of prioritize ourselves first and then and then so we can actually help others. True, true, true. Yeah, so that marks the end of this episode. It was quite pleasant having you on here, Glenn. Uh -huh. And it was also quite enlightening <laughs> hearing your stories and your your efforts Thank to you. study in Japan. So uh, before we finish this episode, do you maybe have some final words to say to our listeners? Well, I guess I have some tips I can give for you all that is currently listening to this podcast. And basically, is to just chase your dreams. But I say this with super important, with a super important, you know, uh, what is it? Note. <laughs> 
Well, that is to just chase your dreams, but also plan it out carefully. If you just chase a dream that is full of holes that you haven't actually planned on avoiding, well, you're going to fail on that dream, most likely. That's why I said that you should be careful in choosing your own dreams. That's it, basically. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on here. It was very nice, mm -hmm. and we'll keep in touch. Yeah. All right. Thank you, thank thank you. you for having me here. All right. Thank you for listening to our Woo! podcast, and see you next week.